Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And I'm hungry. Hungry for problems. Hungry for things to solve. But I'm not that hungry, so just some light bites. Let's get started. An amuse-bouche. Yes. Ooh. An amusing-bouche. you've got a couple of volivons for me that we could just... Can we have make. some problem canapes just kind of moving around the studio as we do this? I'll have the waiters bring something out of the pantry. That sounds perfect. Hit us up with some problems, boy. Okay, well, this little tidbit comes to us from Trouble TWT or hiatus on Twitter, uh, who says, first world problems, bit on the nose, but we'll go with it, when I only want a significant other for the cute matching couple sweaters we could wear. I mean, you could just wear two sweaters. You could, or carry the shop mannequin with you wherever you go. Or one of those cuddle cushions. Oh, uh, well, the boyfriend pillows. Yeah, that's fine, because the stigma's totally gone with them now. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, that was such a 2016 thing to be ashamed of those cuddle pillows. I mean, you know how people say that online dating, there's no stigma anymore. It's the same with buddy, body pillows. Yeah. I wonder when... Buddy pillows. Buddy pillows. Buddy That's pillows. what they're called now. Oh, that would be a much better way of selling them. Instead of the boyfriend pillow, they're sad, lonely. Buddy pillow. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, every, If you have a boyfriend pillow, people are going to assume you don't have a boyfriend. And that's all you've got. But if you've got a buddy pillow, they're going to assume your buddies are busy. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah, no one's going to assume you don't have a buddy. This is a great vocal warm-up for the episode. Buddy body. My buddy body pillow buddy busy. I've got a, bu- I've got a big busy buddy pillow body. No, that applies to yourself. Mm. Well, that's what he would say, I but, guess. But I think you've hit on it. We, we sell buddy pillows as an accessory. Mm. Now, because along, they... along with the shirt that you buy. Not necessarily along with the shirt you buy, but they'll be in clothing stores. Okay. As like a... It's like, because, like an impulse purchase by the till kind of thing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, Yeah, you've got to put it by the checkout. Otherwise, you yeah. know, with, with the jumpers, it seems too desperate. But if you kind of go, oh, well, I guess I might as well get one of these. You know going in when you've actually picked up the couple's mm. jumpers that you're going to get one it's, of these. Yeah. But it's it doesn't have to be just, just for couple jumpers. If you've bought two cute new outfits at the shop and you're like, which one am I going to wear tomorrow? I don't know. How do I decide? You don't have to decide. Get your buddy pillow. You can wear both. Nice. And what you can do is strap it to your back so that, and then draw or get like a likeness of your face imprinted where its head would be. And when having a conversation with someone, spin around quickly to the back and they'll be fooled. It'll be like, they've got, whoa, that was a remarkably fast outfit change. Just kind of start your own quick change act with this. That's the thing. They talk about life imitating art and... Quick changes are one of the few things we haven't stolen from theatre performances. That's very true, yeah. That's that's left untapped. Yeah, flash mobs took the public, you know, chore- chore- choreography into the mainstream and we're really missing the snap outfit changes and, you know, surprise scenes. I do like this system. It's kind of a good fix. I'm going to suggest an alternative route just to kind of play off against it. All right. So we've got the kind of like, I'm with him, I'm with her kind of like couples t-shirt. Mm. Sickening. Really good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's tough to swallow, admittedly, but it's a thing, and some people can get quite into it, and they want that. I'm suggesting that instead of finding yourself a like a boyfriend or partner that you want to get with just so you can dress them up like a weird doll, mm. instead of doing that just for the jumper, we just have a third jumper. I'm with me. Oh yeah. What I like about that is how um, powerful and happy it is and in no way sad or no, desperate. Absolutely. In no way will it make you look like the saddest person in the room when you're wearing it. I mean, it's like, have you ever seen those really crazy and hilarious t-shirts that say, I'm with stupid? Now, the typical way that would point is to someone that would be on your left or right. But some of these, the arrow is pointing up. That what, what, you're to, the stupid one. To the person? Yeah, I know. Outrageous. Oh, that's, 
That's obscene. That is so random. Oh, Does that that's... mean you have to do the flag if you want to point to someone else? Um, oh, because you could get your head out of the way so it doesn't hit you. Well, okay, fair enough. So it's pointing straight up, but the reason it's you're the stupid one is because your chin's in the way. Mm. It's like a straight arrow straight up. Yeah, the arrow, the, the only stupid one is just the first person the arrow touches, which if it's pointing directly up, it's going to be you unless you're kind of leaning back out of it, turtle-like, hiding your head away in the t-shirt because then it's not pointing at a face. Mm. Like, this sounds like the worst person to ever really be acquaintances with, the kind of person who would wear an eye with stupid t-shirt and just kind of lift it up and point it at everybody. Oh yeah, they're not wearing the t-shirt, they're just holding it. <laughs> They've framed it. Yeah, they just frame the t-shirt and spin it around tactically to point to the stupidest person they, they pick out in the room. Oh. What if you could just make the arrow spin on the jumper? Ooh. And point towards the warmest says, source of heat in the room. It just says, yeah. I'm with stupid? And then you've got to just find out who it is. It's a really fun party game there, Tom. Isn't that... It, like, you have to just lie down in the middle of the room and just <laughs> someone someone get someone to spend you. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing spinning on the T-shirt. You just go, hey, guys, i got a fun idea for a new game. Lie, like, plank-like in the middle of the room and see what happens. On, like, a small Lazy Susan. That's what I think the shirt is built into a Lazy Susan. Oh, okay. So it's it's just on, your back. on the back. Yeah. Like a turtle shell. Yeah. Hey, guys, i got a great game. Spin the Andrew. Let's go. <laughs> Who's going to lose? Oh, it's Andrew oh, it's, again, it's isn't gonna it? It's going to be Andrew. Everybody playing, I think. <laughs> I think if anyone joins in, yeah, if no one joins in, then it's definitely Andrew who lost. I like the fact that we, we've we got the arrow-based game, but there's no rules or anything. It's just whoever the arrow lands on. They're, they're stupid. Yeah. That's yeah. the end game. And Andrew is with them, and that's the real Oh, shocker. God, that is the real yeah. shocker. Just what's who's more landed, upsetting? Who's been lumped in with Andrew? Yeah, what's more upsetting, being outed as stupid or being as outed as being with Andrew? <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew. You know what you did. <laughs> um, in in conclusion, don't get that t-shirt. Don't get that t-shirt. Stay away from Andrew. Mm. All right, pretty much solved, I think. Yeah, you don't need couple jumpers. You just need jumpers for yourself. Any other variety. That's the one. Uh, Shall we move on? I think that's solved. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, have you got see. one or have I my, my phone is frozen. We'll oh continue to oh see gosh. in just a moment. Now. Now we can see. <laughs> this comes from James Byrne on Twitter. He says, I spend every Monday morning getting used to a Mac keyboard and every Friday night getting used to a Windows one. Interesting. Uh, is this because he's working with a Mac keyboard and then his like home PC is uh That's what I'm assuming, PC? yeah. I'm assuming because he's the a... way he's worded that, it's like he just goes to kind of like a Mac seminar on a Monday morning and then his Friday nights are a wild PC party. The way he's phrasing it implies that there's a third option that is his natural one and he's spending he's bookending his week trying to learn the popular ones. What's the other kind of keyboard? Interesting. Uh calculator. Okay, so he's really calculator literate, but he wants to get into the business game okay. and doesn't know which avenue to go he's, with. So he's sick of only being able to write books. Okay, so he's moonlighting on Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mondays is Mac, Fridays is Windows. We're gonna they'll meet in the middle and then we'll go with it, whichever one. Uh, I mean, I commend you for your commitment to the cause. It's I do. Very and impressive. It's a it's it's a hard thing to do to yourself. That's gonna really screw your brain up. He was he was really good at Abacus before Calculator came and you know messed everything up. There must be a way to translate everything you can do on his natural habitat of the calculator to a Mac keyboard. I mean, yes. It might take a numbers. few more button presses. If you've got one of those keyboards that has the number pad, then you're you're sorted for at least you know a, a sixth of the keyboard. And like, if you've got 
one of those calculators that has all the extra buttons on that no one knows what they do. Oh, yeah. Maybe they can be modified. Maybe you hold the N1 key on a calculator and then you press an A and that's an A. Maybe the True. problem is that he's so used to, he's so good at scientific calculator use mm. that the keys on a regular computer keyboard are too big. So here's what you do get a smaller keyboard. Do they sell those? They do, but unfortunately, they're not really particularly usable because on a calculator you've got let's say nine main buttons let's be honest yeah you've then got kind of three or four menu buttons and on the more fancy ones you have maybe 15 or so fancy buttons at the top yeah but they're a lot smaller than the keys they're on a lot smaller keyboard. this is the thing if you wanted to try and make a calculator user feel at home on a pc or a mac you would have to shrink probably close to oh 50 buttons into that space what Where? if you just put their keyboard further away and <laughs> Gave them gloves with long oh. fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't have to actually be smaller. It just needs to be further away. You've just got to give them a really long stick and just kind of let them just kind of poke around yeah. it. Yeah, like mm. a dialing wand. And you just you reach over, and it's gonna be it's gonna feel small. It's gonna feel you're gonna have to be more. You're gonna yeah. have to be way more precise. That's very true. Much like on a calculator. I think everyone is gonna know when they receive an email from James Byrne. He only types eight, in eight, binary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all you get is yeah, he just signs off and just like, ah, all the best, tan, or something just like on the bottom. I mean, I, what I would say is, I mean, we, we're, we're leaning quite heavily on the fact that this guy's calculator literate. If he is, then he doesn't actually need a keyboard for anything because you can type all the numbers as normal on a calculator, but you can also type boobies. Oh. Which this is, is the only word you need in a business environment. It's the only oh, word I type on my full-size actual keyboard, so I don't know why he needs it. All you need to know is that the different intonation of boobies can mean different things. Yep. Boobies? It's Very like, different to a firm boobies. Or boobies. Yeah, or boobies! Very I mean, different. Then you've got the, uh, the, the nice twist in it where you put a seven instead of a one, it's boobless. Oh, Ooh. that's very true. I forgot about Which is that. Scathing. Yeah, I think that's in the ca in the calculator community. I think that's quite like that's like an outcast. Yeah, mm. like we're all boobies. You're boobless. I mean, you, Get out of the here. The last thing you want to do is be a boobless booby. Is that? I feel like that's a paradox. I think people can be boobless, but I think situations can be boobless as well. So yeah. Yeah. Hey James, boobless. How do you think that meeting went? And he's like, boobless. Ah, uh, that's less, true. Less boobies, boobless. Mm. Boob less. It was boobless. Or maybe there's too many boobies. Less boob. And he's saying less boob. Okay, fair enough. So, like, have you got any feedback on this uh, this pitch? Uh, less boob, less boob, and they're like brilliant. Are you, oh, yeah, great work, James. Booby, B. <laughs> what does he shorten it in colloquial situations? Ah, boo. B. <laughs> B. Well, I mean, there's going to be a lot of overhead translating his stuff into boobies only vernacular, <laughs> so he's got to take any <laughs> any shortcuts he can. Really, that's very true. <laughs> At what point? Does he learn to break boobies down into its constituent parts so he just goes like, ooh, I mean, you've got, e, and suddenly he's learned vowels. You've got ooh, which is like someone sends him something that he's excited yeah. about. Oh? Or he's trying to scare someone in an email. Boo! Oh, look at him. And then he, they're like, what musical thing could we add to this to make it pop a little bit more? And he says oboe. <laughs> or, <laughs> Very or, true. or bell. Or bell. Mm. Very true. Or I bees. Mean, bees. That's realistically, I think, all of his options. I think we've kind of expanded James's language, but to the point where we can't go any further. What about we need to climb higher on Google's search algorithm? He just says SEO. Come on, this is, come on, search engine optimization. Everyone knows about it. I was, I thought you were just going to try and get us to get the SEO for boobies up there, and I was like, I don't think we're competing in that market. I think this, <laughs> I think this podcast will climb high. <laughs>
<laughs> you reckon so? The, the just audio on the strength transcript. of this segment alone. The tags alone. You're you're not thinking about the tags. There we go. Honestly, I think we've kind of fixed that in the sense that we've... don't bother, man. You've got everything you need right there. You're prolific at booby-related communication. Just mm. stick with it. And really, when you think about it, isn't all communication, past, present, and future, booby-related communication? He's ahead of the curve. Mm. He's really cut He's to the core of all of us. Man. You know what? You're good, man. Stick with it. Mm. Let the world come to you. Mm. Boobies. Boobies. There you go. That's our little sign-off for you, James. <laughs> shall we move on? I think we shall, yeah. I've uh, I've actually got some OC, some original content. Oh, snap. OC. Oh, I know. snap, that's some OC. Crazy, I know, but it irked me the other day. Okay. Um, it's summer here at the moment, just to really date this episode. Uh, and it's... It, it, hey, remember summer? Remember that crazy time, summer? Only um, 90s kids will remember this. <laughs> But it's getting to the point now where we're having to have the windows open in the house all the time. Uh, everywhere you go, windows have got to be open. Oh my god, that's happening right now! Oh my god! Uh, it's like I'm there. <laughs> you've got to always have the windows open. There's got to be a breeze all the time when you're in the car, windows down. Every single moment where you'd usually be sheltered and inside, you've got to have the breeze. My problem is this. I need the breeze so much, but the wasps know. <laughs> they know that I need the breeze and they come in the moment. I give them an inch of room and it petrifies me and I hate them. How can I open my windows without the invaders coming? Now, Tom, I live with you. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any wasps. What are you doing with them? Wouldn't you like to know? I actually got woken up by one this morning oh. and it was petrifying. I, I think you need to get some gauze. Some gauze? Yeah. Some gauze. Interesting. What's a bandage up my window? Yeah, well, I mean, if you wanted to keep a person out, you'd get bars. And you'd put bars in the window, okay. and they wouldn't be able to get past the bars. Wasps are a lot smaller, but gauze is a lot smaller as well. So mm. gauze is like tiny wasp bars. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And it's far more uh, Mediterranean and fun than putting bars on your window True. to keep out wasps. Will that not yeah. block the breeze a little bit, is what I'm concerned about. Will uh, that not cause a bit of a heat trap? I think it's a balance. I think it's... On balance, you'll still get some breeze, but you'll get less wasp. I was thinking maybe some kind of trap to keep the wasps outside and not in. Okay. I'm thinking some kind of jam trap. I have... Like jam. Yes. So what you want is jam on your ledge. We could do like a jam ledge, but that is... Once they get bored with the jam, which does happen occasionally, mm. then they'll just find their way right in. I think what I'm saying is maybe some kind of jam grenade that I can chuck out of my window that they'll all follow. Now, you're talking about leading all wasps to one place. Yes. And you're talking about doing it with jam. Mm. Now I've got some wasp-related information for you, which may help you with your problem. Go ahead. So you'll notice that in the summer months, these wasps that you've got to assume have been present the remainder of the year, get a little bit more, I don't want to say antsy, that's the wrong insect. <laughs> they get a bit more waspy. Bit more waspy, bit more sting happy. They do. There's a reason for this. They get bitter. There's a, no, no, there's a Are genuine- they randy? They're, they're randy. They're randy. Yeah. They're looking for some sweet, sweet wasp loving. They're trying to fuck, and the only only one gets to do it. <laughs> only one guy. Only only one wasp. It's genuinely, only one wasp gets the the privilege of feeding that queen. Ooh. I'm not happy with that turn of phrase. But we'll Absolutely with it. not. But the other ones have the same biological impulse, but they can't. They're can't not allowed. Okay. So blue balls on a wasp, combined with a big stingy thing. And pretty much happy. for them, unlimited ammo as well. Let's be yeah, honest. that is that is. So uh, are we going to hire a wasp, 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 was
prostitute. Fuck that. A prosta wasp. A prosta wasp. A waspitute. I think prosta wasp. Prosta wasp. It's got to be prosta wasp. Yeah. What about I think prost- so if we uh, that that's my jam trap. It's not jam. It's honey. It's a honey trap. We set We're gonna up honey some, trap the wasps. We're gonna set up some wasp honeys on my windowsill. Okay. Dressed up in tiny weird lot wasp lingerie. Okay. Are these actually wasps? They've got to be, otherwise. Oh, oh what are you suggesting that I just get some like Cheetos, paint some black lines on them, and then just put them in sultry I think, positions? I think they they are actual wasps. Okay. I think you'd you'd need to the the next wasp that comes into your room, you need to strike a bargain with. Okay, so I need to get some wasp on my side and be like, yeah. "Hey, I know I, I know you're hurting. I know you're hurting for for that wasp squirting. I need you. I really wanted to avoid saying yeah. that. <laughs> I need you to do me a massive solid here. I can get you laid if you can get me paid." in beautiful breeze here's what you need to do and I will just like I will talk them through the birds and the bees talk although I probably shouldn't use the bees word because I think Mm, I think that's a a sore spot with them Yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a cultural no-no I think in their culture they call it the bees and the wasps and no the birds and the wasps the the bees and the no (laughs) no. we're not birds or bees Tom I also now I'm thinking you know in the terrible Alien vs. Predator movies, the only way they could up the stakes was having an alien and a predator mate to make a pred-alien. Yeah. Is there such thing as a wasp bee? Or a bee wasp? A beesp. A wasp. A beesp. Is, is it like a kind of mega bee? Or is it like an extra fat wasp? It's a very lean bee. Is this how hornets were made? I feel, yeah, hornets yeah. and killer bees are two branches of that So what happens if then a hornet and a killer bee mate? Uh, it negates it and it goes to a teeny tiny little bee. <laughs> That's how you get flies. That's yeah. where they come from. Flies are the the horrendous offspring of a hornet and a killer bee. <laughs> they're, they're the homunculi of the flying insect yeah. world. I mean, no one knows how water boatmen came about, but oh no, that was that was a w- wild weekend. Wild crazy weekend. <laughs> no one had a paternity test, and it just you know the results run amok. There were a few prosta wasps, too many, and things got a little bit heated with some crickets. It's like the dying days of Rome. <laughs> It really is. I think we might have solved my issue, you know. If I find some friendlier wasps that I can coerce to my side, am I going to be a, a wasp pimp? Yeah, you're going to be a wasp pimp. But, <laughs> but also, I don't want to be a wasp think pimp. Think about it, though, as a double win for this. If you get enough business, the gust created by the wings flapping of all of these wasps near your window, it's like a free fan. Mm. You will have to deal with the sound of constant buzzing and wasp ejaculation, but that's something... Honestly, you can... the wasp ejaculation is deafening this time of year, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... It's all over the place. You, you're going to have to condition yourself to that, but I feel the rest of it, will, you know, it's part and parcel for your own happiness and peace of mind. I think so. I'm just going to have to... I'm just going to have to really commit and become a wasp pimp. I think it's... <sighs> wasp lingerie. Mm. We just skipped over that. We did, but I do want to come back to this. I'm wondering, wasps are already naked. What's the? How do we know this? You ever peeled a wasp? You ever undressed Has a wasp? I feel like wasps might have undressed each other. Maybe they're not naked. Maybe they're wearing lots of belts, and wasps are yellow. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they're already in wasp lingerie, and they're just in like sleek underwear. Filthy, filthy animals. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think about this anymore. Let's move on. I, 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 well, we've solved my problem anyway. I'm going to have to get myself a big yellow and black trench coat mm. and some... Or black, of, black and yellow. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then some big old <sighs> yellow and black sunglasses. Or black trench coat that's yellow on the inside. I like that. I like that a lot. There we go. I need a wasp pimp name before we move on, though. Um, Buzzo. <laughs> Buzzard. Buzzo. I like Buzzo and Buzzard and Buzz... Buzz... 
Fuzz. Fuzz buzz. Just call yourself Sting. Oh. That's taken. We're yeah, going to get sued. It was Sting, the first wasp pimp? <gasps> okay. Oh, snap. He can't have got that big on his music. No, surely not. Yeah, you don't get your start. I mean, have you been to his concerts? Without it's ninety percent wasps. Without some capital beforehand, you're not gonna, you know, make mm. make it big. That's of course what it was. Okay, well, as long as you don't get into his turf, you're probably fine. Yeah. You know. How you about how about I'm busting, Mr. Sting to you. Oh, buzz but busting sounds like busting as well, so that's good. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's got some nice double entendre. I, I know wasps do appreciate that. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're all about the mind games. They're a well, cultured beast. <laughs> Tom is dead. Long live Mr. Sting. I'll see you soon. Buzz Sting at the seams. Oh, uh, we got time for one more? We've definitely got time for one more. Wasn't that the first one? Second one. We got time for so many more. Oh, oh my god. god. Yes. Stick around. Oscar. Hello. Do you have something for us that isn't pimp related? <laughs> um... I'm gonna to have to do a deep dive for that one. Um, I, saw you I genuinely <laughs> don't. Okay, well, you know what? We'll keep it thematic. Um, my culture doesn't do arranged marriages. Oh, this one comes from first world life, by the way. Uh, so now I have to go find my own wife. It's not really a first world problem, is it? I mean, it's kind of a problem. Well, it's tough. <laughs> I'll give it that. In arranged the... marriages sounds so simple. They rarely happen in the first world, so. Mm. That's very true. Yeah, can you imagine just like growing up in kind of middle-class suburbia and just uh, when you turn 16, you just marry Lisa is, from down the road? Yeah, this is Lisa. She's your wife now. What? What are you, what, what are mean, you talking about? I just want to play with some Beyblades. I can't have a wife. I have A-levels to provide for. <laughs> I think what's interesting is that in the culture that we're in, there isn't that unifying either religious or social or whatever context tying us all together. In a lot of arranged marriages, the parents of the people of both parties are kind of on the same page yeah they've got true. the same traditions same family values they know what to expect so it's kind of easier to pair up those that's, marriages. that's a very fair point you can't really coalesce two ideals together and yeah if so you much. told me i was going to get married to lisa down the road i'd be like well what's her deal what does she think <laughs> i don't whereas if you're in one of those if you're in a culture that supports that and has those cohesive traditions, you'd be like, right, so I know what to expect from I my know, wife. I know that we both think cows are gods, so we should be good. Cows are gods, or slippers are evil, or, I don't know, socks should only be on the left foot twice. I, oh, I, I hate Mondays. Yeah, that's very, that is that's an all-pervasive. iconography. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're suggesting, but you don't want to come out and say it. I mean, if we I, want this to work over here, we need to make a new religion, or an all-pervasive of arranged marriage cult. I mean... We I zoned out for a minute. We we jumped up a couple of gears, huh? Yes, we did. Okay. This is not a tax evasion strategy. <laughs> but this podcast is now a religion. It is. Absolutely. And as such, we'll not be paying tax. I think that's... As a happy side effect. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? Oh, it's weird. Funny that. No premeditation whatsoever. So we need to nail down a set of ideologies that all of us live by that we'd be happy to have as a common ground in an arranged marriage. Okay. What does our cult stand for? Well, first of all, not calling it a cult. <laughs> why, why, why can't we be the first cult to own that status? Like, we are a cult. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. That's the first... Can we be called the cult? That can't be taken, can it? It's not taken. The cult. The uh, cult. Um, uh, can we put a V instead of a U so as to, to avoid any disambiguation? Can we write the T backwards? It'll still look like a T. <laughs> but we'll know. But we'll know. Okay, so that's uh, Tenet 1, uh, backwards T's. Wait. Backwards T, but the T is also a cross. An upside down Ooh, cross. That's going to step on some toes. Upside down cross. 
That's also going to step sideways cross. Sideways cross. That's a plus sign. No, but with a long bit. <laughs> but with a long bit too. So it's an elongated plus sign. Yeah. It's an arrow. So it's a plus sign and a hyphen. So it's a sign pointing to where the cull is. Okay. Plus minus. So it's a net neutral. <laughs> <laughs> plus minus. That's a T now. Okay. <laughs> it is written. It is written. The cult has spoken. So that's one. There we go. One. We've got the name sorted. The cult. Okay, so what does the cult stand for? Um, well, arranged I, marriages is number one on the docket. Well, yeah, we, we can't, there's no point making a cult to arrange a marriage if we're not going to stand for arranged marriages. Very true. Okay, how do we arrange the marriages? Let's just iron this one out quickly, get it done with fast, uh, and we can move on. I don't think it should be arranged by people. I think it needs to be an algorithm or a random generated, Dice. maybe boggle. Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, but how about bingo? Okay, so what? Everyone we... gets everyone gets a bingo sheet upon entry into the the cult. Into the cult. <gasps> what about you know those um, games where you have two of every card and you turn all the cards over and you flip the yes, cards? Yes, the matching pairs. If they're the same, you match them. What about in this one? If they're different, you match them. So you print off two copies of every child in the cult. Okay. And then you just flip the cards at random. And if it's like Toby is going to be with Maria, yeah, you're like. Okay, we'll match that pairing and we take them out. Okay. And so you do that until all of the people have been matched Until up. all of them have been matched. We don't need have, two copies have an... of everyone. We just need no, one copy. We need one copy yeah. of everyone. Why would you have I'm two copies of everyone? wasting paper here. Okay, so... Well, that just means everyone everyone gets paired off just with matching pairs. It's like a game. Okay. That's like all, a game. That's, Can't wait. That's the induction event. If we're, if we're sitting with this kind of old-school British board game kind of philosophy, can we potentially turn the reveal of your prospective partner into a game of Guess Who? Okay, so do they have brown hair? Yeah, no. and then all the girls that do not have brown hair go to one side. Yeah, okay. Or do they shot, have depending glasses? on how vicious no. the cult wants to get. Is this so? Do you already? Is it already been chosen, or are you trying to decide? That's like, how you find. That's out. That's how you find out. I so guess it's out. been decided, okay. but arbitrarily. It's true. This is a very important moment in in the cult. This is a big moment. This is like kind of like your wedding day. This is when what if it is the wedding day? Oh, okay. So none all of your family know. The man is there, ready to be married, okay. ready to be wed. Like, all of the women are in the crowd and they're all standing. Uh, so, then, so it's a sea of women in wedding dresses and the priest, all thinking it might be them. The priest knows. It's like the Hunger Games. I think it's still like guess who? Because the <laughs> priest the priest knows, so he's got it on his little Oh, paper. okay. And the the groom says does she have brown hair? And he goes, and he says, no. yes, and everyone, or no. Well, and, no, and everyone who doesn't match that description sits down. And then, when you've got like five women left, he's got to get a bit more specific. But yeah. it, he's got to be careful because he might insult his wife-to-be if he's, does she got dumbass face? <laughs> does she got them donkey teeth? <laughs> and, and the three priest, of them priest hang says, their heads and go, yes, yeah. we do. Damn. That's very true, but can we use that? So when you get to maybe the final 10, it has to stop being physical and start take me out style being a question and answer, and you start building the ideology, the ID, uh, the ideology ideology. You start building that you into it in the because the whole point of this was that we didn't have any unifying ideologies. This is where you get an arranged marriage to a point, yep. and then you pick from a pl- like a small gathering of women that you know that you find out who you have the most common with. Well, so you get to the last little bit and just shout sandals or flip-flops and then whichever yeah. way it goes around. Like, do, do you weigh in the sea or a swimming pool if you have to weigh in one? Yeah, exactly. You just kind of do a series of bizarre would-you-rathers. Just kind of, would you rather have genitalia for a nose or nose for genitalia and just see who responds to it. Mm. And then you're just like, you know what? I'm liking the look of Lisa down the road. So this isn't really an arranged marriage. It's kind of a game show. Mm. Yes, the but cult backed, is also a game show. Cult. Can we? That's where our money comes from. Yes, can we broadcast this? 
and turn it into the best-selling reality TV show that happens to also be a religion. I think as well, if you call it the cult and put it on TV, people go, well, it can't be an actual cult. They wouldn't be on TV. Mm. But we are. But we are, we're totally So when people cult. have to sign like non-disclosure agreements or waivers at the start of it, that's just them signing up for the cult. So all contestants... Just we, become part of it. We're slightly geniuses. What more defining like common ground do we have in the Western world than TV? People want to be famous a little bit. People want to be people want to be celebrities. Yeah. They've joined the cult. Yeah. They're all gonna yeah. want to do it. Is I mean, is that just the tagline of the cult advertisement? Is just join. Join. Yeah, join the cult. Yeah. Just join, I think. Join I the cult Thursdays at eight. I think that's gotta be it, surely. I'm quite proud of us. That right. was a much more elegant solution than I anticipated. Mm. Yep, okay, so we can work on the game show, join the cult, Thursdays at 8, and we can we can iron out the details and the actual you know beliefs of the cult further down the line once we've got mm. that sweet revenue mm. from adverts. Are there any core tenants that you want to just slip in under the wire now before we sign off just to make sure that the cult doesn't go in a totally different direction for you? Um, I think all arranged marriages are final. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is uh, no divorce in the cult. The house always wins. Yep. Um... Don't, no. don't eat yellow snow unless it looks really good. Don't eat bad-looking yellow snow. Yeah. yeah. Be selective with your yellow snow eating habits. No, no there's, more. there's actually a whole chapter in our in our holy book about yellow mm. snow. What is our holy book? I'm thinking because right. So the Moses, TV guide. Moses wrote things on tablets. Okay. We can write things on tablets. Tablet computers. <laughs> but, but, but in like physically writing them on the functioning oh, tablet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know how like... Um, Scratching it into the back with a screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> Get an engraving on the back of a tablet computer. And it's multifunctional. It's multifunctional because you can still play Angry Birds on the front. Last but not least, every good cult worth its salt has a uniform. What is ours? Um, I think it's got to be suits and wedding dresses so we're always ready. Oh, there, could be, half, there could be a, a, a wedding one half, episode at one any half moment. suit, one half wedding dress. That's very good. Which half? Uh, left left and, right. and right, not up and down. Not well, like a, well, a I prefer, wearing, I prefer up and down. I think a tux with like a top, white floral skirt, or like a really ornate top half to wedding dress with suit trousers. <laughs> What's like a beautifully corseted, like supportive yeah. upper, and then just corset, horribly ill-fitting corset, suit pants. veil, suit trousers, shiny shoes. <laughs> that's yeah. Tell you what, that's the guys, and then the girls are suit on top, uh, dress on bottom. You know, you can. That, I think that you is can the decide. one thing. That is the one thing we allow them the choice in is to whether they want to go up bride, down groom, or okay. up groom, down bride. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're an up groom. Nice to meet you. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen an up groom yet. I, I think, think that would be one of your questions, wouldn't yeah. it? You'd be yeah. like, is she an up groom? Very nice. And up-groom. all of the up brides would sit down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very good for, I'm so mad that we can't make this a thing because I really want to either watch or run The Cult. The Cult. Thursdays at 8. <laughs> Fixed. Join The Cult. All right. I love that. Right. We probably should move on to our But Better segment now. We should, probably should. Yeah, We've got a that. few great ideas left in our hat here by the beautiful Oscar and Tom. Things that we have come up with, things that we think could be improved. Things that need that little extra sparkle, that extra sheen, a bit of glitter. The sauce. The secret sauce. Here's some sauce. Let's get some sauce. Hat for the sauce. A hat with a dribble of sauce in it. This week, ski shoes. I feel like this is pretty self-explanatory, surely. Oscar, is this one of yours? Yeah, this is one of mine. Okay. Ski shoes. Uh, It's not immediately where I think you'd want to go with it. Okay. Does anyone remember the very, very momentary craze, soap shoes? 
I do know of soaping, soaping uh, mainly because of that H3H3 video where they find like one guy who's still obsessed with soaping. What are soap okay, shoes? Okay, soap shoes or soaping, as it is called by if, aficionados. If you're an extreme soaper, if, you, you yeah, know it. I, I hope, I'm assuming you're talking about the same thing. Uh, is somewhere between skateboarding and rollerblading and parkour and parkour and public humiliation. <laughs> It's shoes specifically designed where the the divot that matches the uh, you know the arch of your foot on the yes. underside is coated with very slippery material, like hard plastic material. Hard plastic that, or is it metal? Um, depends on the shoe. I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's meant to mimic the trucks on a on a skateboard. Yeah. So, okay. but the idea being that just wearing these shoes that were theoretically functional outside of doing tricks with them, you could grind on surfaces. And you saw videos of people sliding down rails or going along yeah. banks and such. There was a very brief craze in very, the 90s. Very brief. I think it was okay. like two weeks long. Blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. And I think they got one very like zealous celebrity who endorsed it. And yeah. then who went, maybe that's cool. And then thought, hang on. No. no. Why would that be cool? That's <laughs> no, a stupid idea. Ski shoes take this idea of a momentary fad and combine... Urban landscapes, which is what soap shoes tried to do, with the graceful art of skiing. The stairs everywhere. There are declines. I'm with you now. Everywhere. There was a video that went mildly viral a couple of years ago of a guy skiing down the escalators to the tube system in London. Mm. I'm talking about not just a set of skis, but a set of shoes you can buy with an option to deploy, like Heelys. You know, they're. Mm. They're the ones that are going to be stepping on our toes, pun intended, ha, 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 of the ability to walk around with the shoe, but then also the option to extend a part of the shoe with a button or a deployment or a clip-on attachment so you can just ski over stairs and get around quickly. I am slightly in love with this idea. Mechanically-wise, yeah. how are we working? Because I'm uh, envisioning... This is, this, is, this is open for interpretation. I'm, in, I'm envisioning kind of like a click your heels together yeah. to... Uh, extend. I think the more ridiculous the gesture that does it, the better. Oh yeah, you can't just kind of subtly click your hands together. You have to go full on 50s musical style, leap in the air and click oh, like it together. One, two. Yeah. Like, you don't have to combine it to the... I think it should be a whole body movement, I think. I'm also, rather than actually skis, Yes. I think maybe like a um, tank tread okay. kind of thing. So you've got well, a... That's not very ski-like, is it? But here's the thing, steps aren't very snow-like. So we've got to make some modifications to make it appropriate for the urban environment. Okay. You've got to make some adjustments. Skis aren't going to slide that well. Tank treads, however, they can hook into the steps and then roll over the ball bearings on your feet. Oh, there's ball bearings there now. Ball bearings or like skateboard, what do you call them? Bearings. Trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said all the words on their own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, the treads at the moment are feeling too subtle. I think if we're going tank treads, you go tank treads. Yeah. I feel like really quite intimidating to see someone rolling down a set of stairs. Okay, you're talking, you're, you're now tra- you're conver- yeah, converting it from a pair of shoes with something to a mech. Yes, mm. I'm basically making a mech here. Full okay. body suit. I'm going to go ahead and take it back to functional shoes that yeah. you can wear around. I still, I want something that unless someone is in the know as to the brand of the shoe, they won't know they, won't they know can it. be ski shoes. But I also love the idea that Joel posited of a very intimidating, enormous thing that is quite alarming to see it used. Yeah, it's difficult because both are appealing in their own way. Yeah. It's just finding a middle ground. I have I have a middle ground. Okay, hit me with it. You have a normal pair of shoes. Yep. They're kind of platform in nature, but that's because something is hidden inside. Okay. So you're walking along, you get to a set of stairs, 
you want to slide down them as much as possible. But you yeah. done left your soap shoes at home. You done left your soap shoes at home. What are you going to do? Wait, I've got ski shoes on. Or whatever we decide we're going to brand because this idea is fucking gold. You click the heels together, the, my patented click heel system. Yeah. And from the, the platform, The Wizard of Oz are going to have some... We'll fight them off. The Tin Man really is a bit of a pushover. This is heel tapping. Yes. Oh, not clicking. We're not clicking. Oh, okay, yeah. Tom's mistaken. So it's not left, right, the heel's going to do it's up, down, onto the floor. Maybe it's a friction thing. Maybe it's a heat-sensitive diode. Or it's... Like or it's, it's uh, you it's, rub it's, your ankles um, up and down together. It's like uh, Inspector Gadget, so you just shout the name of it and it works. I, I like this. Just, ski shoes! And then it'll just erupt. Yeah. So basically, whatever you do to trigger it, we'll go with the heel click for this scenario. Okay. You click your heels together, and from inside the platform shoes, a, frankly, giant airbag erupts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> blasting you about four feet off the air because they're enormous airbags yeah. that you then simply fly down the stairs with on your feet. Oh, the, the, the airbags are still attached? Yes. Okay, and so you land... <laughs> oh, sorry, you were thinking that they were just an explosive that <laughs> would propel, throw you out. Just propel you into the air. Like, okay, that's great. I kind of like both of those, but no, I was thinking ones that stay attached to your shoes. So kind of like space then, hoppers almost. Kind of like mm. space hoppers that you just roll on down and then the moment you're at the bottom, you just go ahead and click them again and just... Okay, how do you how do you how easily do you see yourself clicking your heels together with two inflatables on your feet? What about because we we were talking about the bodysuit and how that's too obvious if you're not using your ski shoes. Yeah. yeah. With this with today's technology of drones, why not an airborne mech suit that's following you and you've got a, a thing in your wrist and you clap your hands to summon your mech suit and then you stand in the T position and it comes you're, down and envelopes Iron Man. you. You're yeah, you're describing Iron Man. Iron Man. Yes, but with skis. <laughs> Wait, so it only comes That's, to your feet? Yeah, of all of the iterations of Iron Man, that my one my one beef is that there's no skis. There's no ski Iron Man. <laughs> Can it be really quite shit, Hulk though? Iron Man, building-breaking Iron Man, water Iron Man, where's Alpine Iron Man? <laughs> 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 the uh, I really like the idea that it's this incredibly high-tech thing where you just kind of tap a button on your wearable device and it flies your towards Iron your Man feet and it starts putting it on your feet and really all it is is just a two-by-four that they just <laughs> kind of loosely fasten to the bottom of your foot With at a wonky angle. just go into the back. Yeah, there's like splinters coming off it. It's horrible. You try going down the stairs, but it makes that horrible scratching noise on mm. concrete. Ooh. Oh, I think that's. I think that could be ski shoes. That's. that's I a see no bit. reason to try and improve on that. Absolutely not. No, no whittling or sanding required. Oh no. I mean, they'll they'll sand themselves. Self <laughs> self sanding. Self sanding ski shoes. But, perfect. I love that. Super smooth self sanding ski shoes. <laughs> Hang on, let me go again. Super smooth self sanding ski shoes. That's hard. <laughs> Super smooth. Self-sanding ski shoes. Coming soon to a store near you. I think that's done. I love them. Wonderful. Sliding in soon to a store near you. Sue. A store <laughs> so happens to yeah. be situated near you, sir. Or madam. <laughs> Super. Sick. All right. Uh, Sweet. Splendid. So. Pop out the DSer, boys. We're going to be needing it. <laughs> um... So, super ski, super, super... Let's super do. smooth, self-standing ski shoes. I think that's going to about do it for that section and, indeed, the episode. Uh, we've had a great time today. I'm feeling much more satiated Speak than I was yourself. at the start of the episode. Honestly, I'm just really bummed that I'm not in the cult, frankly. I, the Yet. cult is an ideology we encourage you to buy into. We really do. Share with your friends... 
tweet. I mean, don't maybe tweet immediately join the cult, but mm. start maybe peppering tweet. it into some conversations. Hey, how about this cult? Hey, you heard about this cult? Have you heard about the cult? No more, no follow up. That's just... getting a little bit of, you know, have you heard about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Maybe... Oh, no, you're not knocking on doors. You're just saying, heard about this cool thing called the cult. Maybe Anyone else? flip it. You haven't heard about the cult? Oh, I what? So can we have door to door people in their like upgroom downbride clothes <laughs> going and knocking on doors and just going? One like, upgroom downbride. And the one moment you downbride. say, they say, "Hello," you just go, "You haven't heard about the cult?" and, and then, start walking away. I, I see you're noting my attire with some uh, confusion. Would I be safe in saying you have not heard about the cult? Well, no. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> they start walking away. Wait, no, I want no, I want to hear about the cult. If someone turns up in an upbride. You're going to want to find out why. <laughs> I think. Very, very, very true. I think keep an eye out for them. They are around. They mm. are among us. <laughs> They've got cards, um, business cards. If you want to join the cult, you just got to fill them in and mail them to us. Yep. Uh, and the address we'll, is on the back. We will sort the wheat from the chaff, but you do have to uh, have previous camera experience because it will mm. all be filmed. Whilst you're waiting to meet a fellow cultist, if you've got any other problems we can fix before you join, before you ascend... Uh, just tweet them to us. Uh, for some reason, we only do postal on the cult applications, but we take tweets for problems. But it's just more official that way. It's yeah. I mean, you've got to separate got, church and state at this point. It's got Car- a stuff. carbon footprint. You know, it's all traceable. We've got, we've got to increase our carbon footprint. That's what we're working on. It's too small. <laughs> Everything's it's, deductible. It's far too small. We're not hurting enough people. Um, but yeah, tweet us. Send us some problems. We're at FWSCast on Twitter. Uh, we also look at hashtag First World Problems and First World Solutions. Uh, checking all of the channels, making sure that we find all of the problems and solve n- probably none of them, but we'll, at we'll least do our best. One. At least try to solve one. <laughs> I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. Join the cult. With Tom. <laughs> no problems. No problem.